0: All right, well, you guys grab a seat. I want to share with you a story about really one of the greatest uh, relationships that I've ever had. Uh, Twelve years ago, I first, Leslie and I first met Jonathan and Meredith Seaborn. Twelve years ago, uh, Jonathan serves as the executive pastor and Meredith as the kids director. We were all new students at Dallas Theological Seminary, and this was before Jonathan and Meredith had any kids. Uh, They've got three now. Jonathan and Meredith were nominated to be our small group leader for the next couple of years. Uh, These were groups uh, composed of three to four couples that were all starting the seminary experience together at the same time. And little did I know how much those next few years would change my life. It it wasn't just the education that was going to change my life. It was the relationships that were going to change my life. Uh, within our first year together as a group, each couple had the chance to share their life story. Life story was the story of how you came to faith in Christ, what God was calling you to, how you met uh, your spouse and where you came from and all that. And Jonathan's was actually the most curious story I'd ever heard. Uh, he was actually born in Nigeria, which makes him an African. At that point, I had never really met an met a Nigerian in my life, uh, much more a white Nigerian guy married to a southern belle. <laughs> after several years of doing life together and our time at Dallas was coming to an end, uh, one of our last meetings, we had to share what we called a life vision, and kind of what we sensed God was calling us to do after graduating seminary, and uh, each couple kind of went around the room in my living room at my house at 1221 Frio, Garland, Texas, and we shared our stories, and it came finally to Jonathan and Meredith. They shared a compelling story of how they sensed God's calling to go to Guatemala to work with the seminary there as a professor and train national leaders through theological education. It really seemed like a good fit. I mean, Jonathan was a missionary kid, came out of Campus Crusade, he's an M.K., uh, Meredith was just, she's Texan. She's tough. And she was a teacher. And honestly, it was a great presentation. But I leaned over after it was done, and I whispered to my wife, and I said, I think they're supposed to go with us to plan a church. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jonathan, to my shock, it, they didn't think so. In fact, they turned me down three different times over the period of a year to come plant a church in Phoenix. By that time, Leslie and I had finished our training at Dallas, and we were uh, headed back, we were back in Little Rock, and we were preparing to leave to come to Phoenix to plant the church. We were just months away from moving, and I knew I had to try at least one more time. So I got in the car and headed down from Little Rock to Dallas on I-30, and I was by myself, and I prayed the whole way down, the whole way down. I was praying prayers like this, Lord, convince this man to meet me and to say yes. I called him as I was driving, so I didn't set the appointment. I got in the car and drove and said, hey, I'm on my way. That's how you get an appointment. And I know he kindly agreed to meet me, and I hung up the phone, and I knew he was only meeting me out of courtesy for my long drive. I'll never forget, we met at Sonic on Highway 66 for that breakfast burrito. That was the best breakfast burrito I ever had. We sat in my car, and I did the usual vision message. Hey, we're going to change the world. God's going to do amazing things. It's going to be incredible. you got to come. Everything is going to be awesome. <laughs> I was saying that before it got cool, you know. Everything is awesome. To my surprise, after I gave my best vision pep talk, we chomped down our burritos and he said, Ryan, I'll seriously pray and think about that. He didn't say, what, he didn't say yes, but this was the very first time he didn't say no. So I said to him, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I was so excited. I left that meeting that day and I drove straight back to Arkansas and told Leslie, I told you they were going to help us plant a church. Guatemala can wait. He's not going to be a professor. He's going to be a pastor. And Meredith doesn't need to be a teacher at the public school system anymore. She's going to teach kids about Jesus in Phoenix, Arizona. And she said to me, Ryan, did he say yes? And I said, no. And she, <laughs> and I, I, she said, Ryan, he said he's going to pray and think. And you know Jonathan thinks a lot. The adventure began. Sure enough, just within just a day or two, I got a phone call from Jonathan, and he said, Ryan, we've prayed about it and sought the Lord and counsel from others. We would love to join you and Leslie to help plant that church in Phoenix. I was so excited. The adventure began. They finished their education. They packed their bags. They sold their house for a loss. It was during a housing crisis in the country. They raised support. Worst time in the world to raise support during that era of the Great Recession. And together we prayed, we served, we reached out. We almost passed out. We, we did Bible studies, service projects, gathered a core team and prepped for our first Sunday morning on September 23rd, 2012. And together we have accomplished much more than most church plants could imagine. At least that's what people are telling us. We witnessed more than 100 men and women demonstrate their faith through baptisms over the last five years. We've established new neighborhood groups, launched unprecedented capital campaigns for a church of our size. We exceeded our goals. We bought and renovated our nine-acre campus. We got our CFOs. been on campus about a year now. We helped financially support and start some 17 churches locally and globally. And most recently, we hosted a conference to strengthen church leaders with more than 125 pastors and ministry leaders around the valley to unleash God's word in a post-Christian world. At Easter, we saw more than 1,000 people on our campus. Jonathan Meredith, God has done so much in a short time here. And as good as all that is, God has something bigger and better for Jonathan and Meredith. Through much prayer and counsel and open and honest conversations between Jonathan and I and our families over the last year, it's become abundantly clear that God is calling Jonathan and Meredith back to Dallas. The Lord has made it clear that Jonathan needs to return to his initial calling and become that professor. It is no coincidence God brought Dr. Bailey of Dallas Theological Seminary and his wife to our campus just a few weeks ago to talk to them, be a part of that conference, but then to talk to you guys about coming back. You know, it's interesting. Dr. Bailey sent me an email, and he wants to share this to our church. He says this. On behalf of Dallas Theological Seminary, I want to congratulate Jonathan and Meredith on their phase of completion of ministry at North Valley Community Church there in Phoenix. I know you all will miss them, and he's talking to you, church. He says, I know that you all will miss them. We at DTS are looking forward to their return, to him, for him to pursue his doctoral work. Thank you for loving them, and please continue that love and support as you pray for their next leg of their journey. We will be praying for them as well, for God to continue to lead and excel the church there in Phoenix as he builds the ministry team for your future. You know, Jonathan, it's no coincidence either that the president of Phoenix Seminary has helped affirm your calling. Uh, Dr. Del Husay, wonderful friend of ours, In fact, he's recently, Jonathan's recently accepted a position at Dallas Seminary working with one of the world's leading New Testament scholars, Dr. Daryl Bach, which is incredible. It's a part-time job, but it's a job that he can take while he does his PhD work. Over the next few years at DTS, Meredith plans to work once again in the public school system there in Dallas. Together, they'll be back what once was home family will be nearby, I assure you, uh, they we will miss them and they will miss us. So it's with a heavy heart and a feeling of pain of loss, but yet a heart full of hope and love that I'm here to announce that our, my most beloved ministry partners and friends will be finishing their work and their position at North Valley as the executive pastor and the kids director. They're going to continue to work till May 31st. And on May 20th, we're going to throw them a huge party. So I want you guys to be here for that right here, May 20th. We'll give you more information about that. It'll be that evening. We want to celebrate their life and their legacy at North Valley. And we'll keep you posted on the plans for the future. But before I close, I need to say a few words to you individually. And since I'm from the South, I know I have to let the ladies go first. So Meredith, this is for you. Meredith, I'm going to have to just read this, and I can't look at you right now. So, (laughs) Meredith, I know this journey has been nothing short of transformational for you. Your spiritual life, your ministry life, and your physical life have been transformed here. You have sacrificed so much, your dedication and discipline are unparalleled, like nobody else. I'm certain of this. If there was not a Meredith, there would have not been a Jonathan for us at North Valley. You and the Holy Spirit are his greatest counselors. Meredith, thank you for your courageous faith and your great love for the church, uh, your husband, your family, and for me. You have weathered the storms of ministry. You've built a ministry foundation upon uh, God's word, the rock. This is the only the beginning. What you built will remain because you built it upon God's word. I was so proud the, the, the first day that we opened those long-awaited classrooms for you and the kids. I will miss more than anything your crazy, all-in, flexi, fun, loving faith. You're special, and I hate to see you go, but I believe you guys have something only bigger and better awaiting you. But before I say goodbye, we have several more weeks, and so let's train together. Let's prepare together for this transition, and let's have fun along the way. Jonathan, the Apostle Paul went to Arabia for some three years before entering his greatest season of ministry. You too will enter your Arabia. Dallas awaits. The Lord's hand is on your life. The early passion and simple faith calling to be a professor is now back in the horizons. It's not by chance, my dear friend, that you came here. You were ordained as a minister of the gospel. You pastored, you planted, you preached, you taught, you trained, you married, you buried, you baptized, you dedicated children to the Lord, you counseled, you cared, you served. You rolled up your sleeves and you pulled out those spreadsheets. You ran the numbers. You opened your home and your heart to hundreds of people. And most meaningfully, you opened your heart to me. You opened your life to me and you gave me a confidence to lead like few senior pastors or church planters get the chance to. With an unshakable confidence, I was able to lead that my wingman was with me. When I dropped big faith bombs, like, hey, we got to rename the church, or we need to move, or we're going to two service times, or we're going for a capital campaign to buy that land, you didn't say, no, that's stupid. You said, we need to think, and we need to pray. Bottom line is, your patient, loving leadership made me the best leader. It was the exact divine recipe for success at North Valley. Everybody needs to know that. We have together successfully navigated through setbacks, detours, roadblocks, barricades, and barriers. We fell down and we got back up. When we were down to nothing, we realized God was up to something. Together, we dreamed big and we worked hard. And you've been my closest, most trusted, most faithful, reliable, dependable, honorable ministry leader and partner and friend I could have ever imagined. Jay, we did it. We planted the church and we made it through the startup phase. We said goodbye to a hundred and something different families that were supporting us and the church is self-sustaining. We have an elder team in place and the church is functioning. You are more than faithful. I feel like the fly fisherman who goes fishing and makes a great catch, but he doesn't want to keep the fish in the live well too long because he knows if he does, the fish will die. Rather, out of respect for the life and the fight, the fish is released back into the water to thrive. Jay, you've been North Valley's greatest catch. But today in faith, I'm releasing you into the river of life knowing that God has bigger and better plans for you, and we fully support you and Meredith in this courageous calling to pursue a PhD, few men have the gift of knowledge like you do. Your mind, Jonathan, was built for this work ahead of you. And your heart is now ready. I'm looking forward, Dr. Seaborn. I see the classroom, your students await and don't be surprised when I show up and I sit on the front row eager and ready to learn and listen. Your ministry partner and friend, Ryan, thank you so much. I'm going to ask you guys to come up. I'm going to pray for them. And if you guys will just join me in prayer, we're going to thank God for his faithfulness. And Jonathan and Meredith's life, they will be working with us through May 31st. And then what we'll do is uh, we're going to celebrate all together on May 20th. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks for this couple right here that have navigated through courageous, uh, with courageous faith through the fiercest storms and planted a church. Lord, this family, church family, is here today because of the sacrificial, loving leadership of Jonathan and Meredith Seaborn working with a team. We thank you, Father, for them, their life, their legacy, and their ministry. We thank you, God, that knowing in faith and ahead of time, you have bigger and better plans for them. We pray for their, your, your protection and your provision over their life and ministry and help us now to celebrate with them well, job well done, and to enjoy the time every moment that we have till the day that they leave. In Christ's name, amen. Let's celebrate them one more time, will you? All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to sing one more song, and I want to sing the song uh, that he is faithful. In the midst of all this, God's faithful from generation to generation. And God's faithfulness, this is a song I dedicate to you too, Jonathan and Meredith, to God's faithfulness for every season, every change in life, God is faithful. So would you stand with us and we're going to sing this closing song.